who is the answer or who is an answer for the San Antonio Spurs. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hopefully everybody's having a good start to their day. And we're going to be discussing some NBA draft talk. Specifically, who could be the answer for the Spurs in the rebuild? Or who is just an answer for the Spurs in their uh, restructuring? And thanks for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. As always, we are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your basketball franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. Download the game. Just visit ultimatebasketballgm.com or look it up on the app stores. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo locked on, all caps, in the game. Let's go to bring in our guest. He is my colleague at Ken's 5 San Antonio. He's on the TV side. He is Vinny Vincetta making his uh, way back here on Lockdown Spurs. And the latest intel I have, Vinny, is you are actually rising up in the draft. Projected possibly overtaking Wimby. Congratulations, Vinny. Way to go. I'm going to take that every day. I don't know how that's happening, but I want to take it. Thank you. <laughs> how you been? Gosh, I have seen so much high school basketball the last couple of weeks with the girls and boys state tournaments rolling through the Alamo Dome. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted from that, but uh, always a fun uh, couple of weeks. And uh, the great state of Texas has some serious talent. So uh, watch out for those Brennan Bears. I know they lost in the boys' state semis, but uh, they are so young with freshmen and sophomore. They're going to be here to stay for the next couple of years, I just do believe. Is it true that I heard that you there was actually a rain delay inside the Alamo Dome? Is that true? That is true. Uh, it was, uh, I guess, in the girls' tournament, in the girls' mm-hmm. semis, uh, there was a big uh, storm, uh, early spring storm that rolled over right on top of the Alamo Dome, and it got really, really, really loud, Jeff. And we right. thought, man, this crazy heavy rain, but it turned out uh, there was a lot of hail moving over ah. the, the dome in that moment, and it got through some of the air ducts, I guess, and there were actually mm-hmm. – Hail ice pellets that were falling inside along with raindrops into the dome and onto the court. So it was a bizarre scene for a couple of minutes, but uh, they got a bunch of uh, got a bunch of uh, staff out there on the floor and wiped right. it all up, including the director of the UIL himself. And uh, as soon as it had happened and been a bizarre scene, they had it cleaned up and we were back to basketball. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is bizarre. It's like, what is it, San Antonio and – Odd things happening in arenas. You have the 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 bat in the AT and T center, or maybe I think it was in the SBC center. Uh, then you have the infamous water cannon. And now we got rain in the Alamo Dome. So yeah, fun times in San Antonio at a sporting arenas. But make sure to follow Vinny on Twitter at vvinzetta v v i n z e t t a. Make sure to do it right now and uh, go see the that footage of the rain in the Alamo Dome. You want to have a good chuckle, but. Uh, Vinny, let's get to it here. Uh, so, we, you know, we, we had a fan ask the other day, and I thought it'd be a great topic for uh, today's show with you, is that the fact that Spurs, we know, Vinny, they're likely going to land one of the top three worst records, likely one of the top three picks, hopefully, crossing fingers. 
But then, you know, you're looking at the obvious. Wimbanyana, then Scoot Henderson, oh, the Thompson Twins, or oh, what about Brandon Miller? So all these names are going out. But somebody asked me, okay, fine, that's good. They're good talents. But are they really the answer for the Spurs in the rebuild or just an answer for the Spurs rebuild? So why don't we start off with that idea and let's get rid of the obvious. That's Wimbanyana. I don't even know why I'm asking you this, Vinny, but is he the answer for the Spurs or just an answer for the Spurs in the rebuild? I guess. I mean, I don't want to say the wrong thing here, but I think he's obviously the answer. Like, is he, is he automatically Tim Duncan cornerstone foundation ready? I'm not going to go entirely that far, but all you have to do is Google some highlights and you see that he is the guy. I mean, he's, he's amazing what he can do as a, as a seven foot two, seven foot four stretch that can shoot threes and block shots and, and, uh, you know, step away and turn around and fall away and hit baskets. I mean, I think the, the just a couple of concerns are things that everybody has obviously read. Uh, right. His ability to uh, play post-defense and, and, and box out defenders with his thin frame. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I guess Charles Barkley is now throwing around jokes <laughs> that, uh, yeah. that uh, Wimby would be great to land in San Antonio because he'll quickly gain some weight. But, you know, that's what Chuck does. But. Uh, he, he's as close to the answer as I think we could possibly get. I've actually had a guest uh, come on a couple of days ago, and he, he just thinks Wimby is an answer because of what you just said, that he's not going to flip the franchise around overnight like you mentioned Robinson did or or even LeBron did for the Cavs or Duncan did for the Spurs, that he's not there yet because and he compared it with Duncan because Duncan was a four-year guy in college. Uh, came in already physically built, mentally ready. Robinson, the same thing, military guy. That this is still a teenager, likely, that's going to be coming to San Antonio. What about the age factor? Do you think that may sway you sway you into maybe shifting from Wimby being the answer to it, just an, an answer? I'm going to stick with uh, – I'm going to stick with the answer. Okay, just be- all right. Just, be- just because it's – it's okay to be that young. Like, let me let me flip it back to you, Jeff. I mean, I think you yourself said that no matter who we land, we're still a couple of two or three years away. Right. If if, if yeah. memory serves, you said that. So so keeping that part of it in mind that they're not going to be in the finals next year just because they land him doesn't mean that he's not still the guy that will again eventually be in that cornerstone to get you to the promised land down the mm-hmm. road. And you look at the current makeup of the team now, Popovich has been making it very clear, Vinny, you know this, that this team may not be looking the same next year. They're evaluating talent who's going to stick around. So, and we'll get to Scoot in just a few minutes. But as far as Wemby is concerned, if you keep the major pieces around, that's not a bad building blocks to build around Wemby. Keldon at the three or the four, depending on how they're going to use Wemby if the Spurs do get lucky enough. You got Sohan. I mean, talk about a one-two punch there, Wimby and Sohan. You got Devin Vassell. So if the Spurs do land the number one pick and get Wimbanyana, they have the pieces already to build around him, and maybe the collective can turn the franchise around close to what we saw with Robinson and Duncan. Your thoughts, Vinny? I would agree with that because I would simply say – that it wasn't just Tim. Was he the cornerstone, the big fundamental? Yes, but you have to have those other complement pieces and uh, other pieces to the puzzle, if you will. And I love the guys you just mentioned, 
you know, Keldon and, and Sohan and, and, and Devin. I mean, those are those are guys that can play in this league and play at a high level. So those guys all brought together can hopefully make Victor even better than he already looks right now. But you know, I, I know that when you when you when you look at highlights of him, he's 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 bringing up the basketball and playing point guard and doing all of these things right. inside and out against that talent at that level that he's at right now. And that's going to probably look a little bit different in the NBA, but how can you not look at that guy, Jeff, and say, I know just wow, wow, wow. Five stars all the way around. And sure. if they can cultivate, if they can cultivate just some of what they see now into the NBA game, the prospects are phenomenal. There, there, I, I, uh, forgive me for not remembering uh, who who wrote this. I, I believe I think it was ESPN, but they um, they did a report with Wimbayan and his camp and how much they're aware of the big man issues from the legs to the feet that they are not putting Wimby in some sort of uh, weight training program uh, right now. You know, I'm pretty sure that that may change when it comes to the NBA because they're trying to prolong his career. So they're aware of those feet is- issues from Chet Holmgren to uh, you know, who else we saw throughout the uh, league, uh, you know, your Greg Odens, you know, may, may, who knows, you know, you know, Wimby, hopefully knock on wood, he doesn't go through that, but they're conscious enough. So you put all that together and you've got yourself a, a ready-made player. Now, yes, Vinny, it, it will take a while. He's not going to take the Spurs to the first round of the playoffs next season. I don't think that'll happen if the Spurs are fortunate enough to get him. But you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm 100%. You know, we got to get rid of him. That's why I have him in the first segment. Wimby, he is the answer for the Spurs in the rebuild. But when we get back, Vinny, we're going to talk about if the Spurs were to land at the, at the two spot. And all eyes seemingly, Vinny, are on Scoot Henderson from the G League at night. But are things kind of cooling off on his potential in the NBA? We're here with Vinny Vincetta, my colleague at Ken's 5 San Antonio. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at VVinzetta, V-V-I-N-Z-E-T-T-A. Do it right now. But I want to talk to you about the Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. I'm really geeked out by our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the Mobile Game Ultimate Pro Basketball GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NBA GM and managing your own basketball franchise? Well, dream no more. It can come true right now. This game is definitely for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your team. Play through a season. Lead your team to glory. You're responsible for hiring the right coaches, assistants, trading and training players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency and the draft, all the ups and downs of a season. This is a very challenging but realistic game world. Ultimate Pro Basketball GM is completely free and playable online. Play on the go as you want, when you want to. I already looked at it. It's fun. It's 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 addicting. Uh, the other guys at the Locked On NBA side, uh, they're already jumping on it, and they are raving about it. Locked On Spurs listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, in the game store. So make sure to go check it out. Download the game. Just visit probasketballgm.com. Scan the code or look it up on the app stores. That's probasketballgm.com. Ultimate Basketball GM. Start your dynasty today. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with Vinny Vincetta. He is with Ken's 5 TV. He's on the sports side, and he's joining me here right now on Lockdown Spurs. Vinny, if I was starting a team as a GM, I would pick you as my number one pick. How's that? 
Uh, well, uh, I look forward to negotiating a contract. <laughs> oh, I, I bet you will. Negotiating a contract. I've had a few things that I want to throw in there, so that could be a fun negotiation. So we'll see what happens. Well, can you can you imagine just the numbers they throw out? Just like these NBA teams and the 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 dollar amounts they just throw out. That's just ridiculous. If you're that good, that's crazy. Year year after year. I mean, I know. You know. I remember years ago, uh, Andrew Monaco, who used to do some Spurs television, as you remember, uh, he talked about how these guys, those guys have a very small window in the crux of their life and their career to get that one big contract for a lot of these guys. So there is so much that goes into playing well and performing and being out there because when it's go time to land your big deal, you got to have all your cards on the table. So it really is a fascinating process. Yeah, it is. Well, we're talking about uh, the Spurs, the NBA draft, and the chances are likely as of now, unless the Spurs mess it up, quote-unquote, to start winning, but <laughs> they are you know, in, in the hunt right now for the top three picks. Now, according to Tankathon, Vinny, last check, the Pistons have vaulted um, as, their, as the, at least that website's uh, team to get the number one pick, followed by Houston and the Spurs. Charlotte is coming up strong. They already lost two in a row. I never thought I'd be talking about losing streaks as a good thing and a bad thing here. <laughs> but uh, but here we are. So we're going to talk about Scoot Henderson. So uh, is he the answer or an answer? Now, before we hit record for this episode, uh, Vinny, I brought to your attention uh, of a recent report via ESPN's uh, Gavoni that teams are starting to maybe think twice about Scoot at the number two spot. Now, why? Uh, because as they say in the sports world, Vinny, you know this, I know the listener knows this, the best ability is availability, and he's not really readily available for GD Ignite. A lot of GMs see that he hasn't really diversified his game. Yeah, so GMs are starting to, at least according to them, are starting to cool off. What are your thoughts, Vinny? Is Scoot the answer for the Spurs at number two if they land there, or just an answer? I'm going to say that Scoot is an answer. Um, and, you know, that's that's uh, that's not wonderful news to hear that, uh, you know, he's kind of in that world of uh, uh, the best ability is availability. I mean, that's obviously not going to fly in the, in the yeah. NBA. Whoever drafts him will have to reiterate uh, you are here. You are here to to play, compete, and you'll do things um, the right way. But j- just when I look at his intangibles and his playing ability, great player, really talented player. Looks like he can run a show, but I don't see him. He's not the generational talent at all that Wimby would be with the number one overall spot. So really, really, really nice guy. I mean, looks like a really solid player would be wonderful to have at the top of the key, but I see him as an answer, nowhere near the answer. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think he's an answer, but he's a big answer. I mean, that's, that's yeah, like the gold, yeah. the, like like a uh, gold star worthy in grade school. You know, yeah, that's a good report. You know, here's your gold star, but you don't get two gold stars, but you definitely get a gold star. Um, you're better. You're you're better. Yeah. No question. You're yeah. better. Yeah, that's that's easy for sure. Yeah, that's easy. You know, he is an answer and a big answer though. Uh, you know, his just, we, we, I, what are they feeding these kids nowadays? That's what I want to know. Because whatever they were eating, I wish I had it when I was his age at 19 years old. Because his body looks like it's just ready for the grind of an NBA season. Very durable. He's thick. 
very muscular, you know, doesn't look slight or frame. You know, there's Wimby, who looks like a toothpick right now. And then there's Scoot, who looks like he's going to compete against Arnold Schwarzenegger in the next, uh, you know, Mr. Olympia. So yeah, you he find, looks ready. Yeah. You, Go ahead. You, I'm find the right, you, you find the right strength coach these days. And, and some of these kids, no matter what the sport is, from, from golf to, to the NFL, the NBA, they roll off the assembly line these days. If you've got the right people Jeez. ready to compete and uh, look yeah. look like a professional. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm just astonished by uh, Scoot. He definitely is an answer, but a lot of the comparisons right now are to prime Russell Westbrook. Uh, that's like the biggest, a, a very prime, you know, in his heyday, Chicago Bulls, Derrick Rose. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. But I don't think he's that generational type. Vinny, Will you be mad? Let's just say, if the Spurs were to pick uh, uh, Scoot at number two, would that make you flip a table, or you'd be all right, cool, we're good? You know, like how would you react to that? Yeah, just what you said. Be uh, okay. Right. Yeah, that's cool. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. I mean, obviously there, you, you, there's some frustration if you don't land Wimbanyana, but uh, you know that you have a very talented player who can mix it up and do a lot of things on the basketball court and bring a lot of excitement and enthusiasm and, uh, and a lot of success. Um, so yeah, you just roll with the punches and see how he can grow. Yeah. And you, you talk about his fit, uh, should the Spurs draft scoot in the team again, as we said in the first segment, we'll say it again. Pop has been saying very loud and clear. This team is going to be looking different next year because they're evaluating talent. Now this is where things get interesting because they have those pieces right now to surround Wimby uh, with good players to compliment him. But Scoot is a different beast. You have Trey Jones. You have Blake Wesley. You have Malachi. You have Devontae Graham. You know, maybe he not. I could definitely see him not be here next season. But the point is, he could really displace some people on the roster uh, right now. Vinny, your thoughts? There's going to have to be some mad scientist work, clearly, yeah. by by. And, and Brian Wright and figuring this thing out because, yeah, that's a great point you make, Jeff. That room suddenly is can be really crowded or can get really crowded in, in a hurry. And uh, how does it all work and fit? And, and yeah, I mean, uh, but but you, you if that guy is in front of you and you land in that two spot, then I, I think you do take that guy and then you figure it out after that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's a no-brainer again. Uh, you know, not as big as Wimby, but for sure with Scoot, you may take him. But if the reports are coming out that his ability to be available is not as great, you know, that, and I understand why GMs will get shy about that. And especially Spurs fans who are still reeling from Kawhi Leonard, you know, who wasn't available in that final year, you know, who was hurt, you, you know, you could definitely, you know, that could open up old wounds with the fan base. Like, oh, this guy's not playing again. He's not playing again. You get looking like Zion Williamson. Do you remember him, Vinny? Do you remember that guy? Does he even play in the NBA <laughs> yeah. anymore? Uh, and and you know you you don't want that stigma attached to you. And so I can understand the immediate concern by let's put the fans aside, but you know the Spurs organization that's a big concern um, about where his is is his attitude there and is he full tilt you know to be out there and be an Iron Man and play every game. That's a that's a real concern because once people are talking about that sort of an attitude with you, it, it sort of tells me that in a way that's who you are. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I, I like the skill set and the tool right. set, 
and and maybe somebody like a a Greg Popovich can change his ways, but but it's it's a concern. It it really is, yeah, it is. But hey, you know, should the Spurs land at number two and pick them? I think majority of Spurs fans wouldn't be upset about. I think the bigger thing is just they didn't win the Spurs didn't win the draft, and that would really. You know, you know, take off Spurs fans, but nevertheless, yeah, Scoot at number two, he will just be an answer, according to myself and Vinny. When we get back, we're going to look at wild cards that who could be the answer or just an answer for the Spurs at the upcoming NBA draft with Vinny Vincetta of Kins 5 San Antonio on the TV side. But on what next, I want to talk to you about FanDuel. Look, it's way past the midway point of the NBA season, but it's still the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Safe, secure, super easy to use. You can bet on everything from the money line to point scores to threes drain. You can even make exclusive bets like two times three, two three-pointers in the first three minutes. Yeah, you have a lot of fun building your favorite NBA bets for the week. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with same-game parlay. Don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more and make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. We're back right here on Lockdown Spurs with my colleague at Ken's 5. He is Vinny Vincetta. He's on the TV side holding it down. Uh, covering everything in San Antonio sports from high school, uh, basketball. Uh, I believe you got the Brahmas too, huh, Vinny? Well, they're not doing very well, but yes, we got yeah. them. Yeah. They, they're, they're finally back at home after uh, three weeks of the Alamo Dome being packed up. And they were originally scheduled to kick off at nine o'clock, which we thought was mm-hmm. insane uh, this Sunday night for a home, for their next home game. But that's been moved to, to eight o'clock, which I don't think is still much better on a Sunday right. evening. I'm not what kind of crowd they're going to get late Sunday night, but we'll see. Yeah. By the way, we, uh, we were talking about the second segment about the Spurs winning and joking around like, wow, I never thought I'd be upset about the Spurs winning. It's, it's so, it, this is how much, how intense it is right now. So Vinny texts me during the weekend asking me, like, you think they're going to win uh, versus uh, the Nuggets or something like that? And I said, watch them mess up and, you know, and win against Oklahoma City. Now they didn't, but Vinny starts laughing at me in the text, like, yeah, you know, they can, I can see them do something like that. So, <laughs> times have changed in San Antonio, haven't they, Vinny? It's just so weird. I mean, it's been, you know, I, I've used the term rinse and repeat time and again yeah. this year, but it's just also been a season unlike any other that I've ever experienced here. It's just, it just, it, it hadn't yeah. made sense. It doesn't make sense. I mean, we understand what's going on, but it's just so weird to talk about. Um, what has had to happen to get us where we are now. Just so I know. All right. Well, let's look at wild cards now um, of players who could be the answer or an answer. Now, you got Brandon Miller and setting aside the off-court issues, um, you know, the serious ones. If you just look at him as a player, he's intriguing. This guy is intriguing. The comparisons already are prime Paul George. I mean, that's pretty good. That's that's really good. Uh, but, you know, I've even heard, uh, you know, when available, Kawhi Leonard type player. Hmm. This is interesting. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I like he's him. interesting. I, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I like him a lot. Uh, he, he just looks out there in between the lines, Jeff. He is so silky smooth, just yeah. has a, 
just has that professional basketball body. He just he looks the part. He's got the moxie. I just really like him a lot. It just it, everything just looks right to me. And and mm-hmm. you know, I guess I, I guess I hadn't heard much about his availability being maybe an issue, but like him a lot. What I see out there, and uh, I would be. Uh, now that I'm talking with you in the moment, I mean, I would be maybe just as satisfied, if not more, if if the Spurs landed him at two over Scoot Henderson. Really like uh, Brandon Miller a lot. I'm. Uh, would you be surprised if Miller goes at two? I, I don't think I would. I, I would not I, at all. Yeah, I would not be surprised if there were some fireworks on on draft night, and it would not shock me. No, not at all. It really wouldn't yeah. at all to see him jump up to two. Yeah, if the Spurs were to draft him if the, at two or three or even four, you know, hopefully the Spurs don't drop too, too far out of the top five. Uh, you know, again, a win. But is he the answer or an answer, Vinny? He's an answer. Okay. But he's he's an answer, Jeff. But when I think about just what I like about Brandon Miller and, and I envision him with uh, Devin and Keldon and Sohan, oh, my right. goodness, are you kidding, are you kidding me? I there's, know. there's stuff there's stuff to work with there. Holy cow. I know that. And then you factor this in too, Vinny. The NBA is positionless. It's positionless. I mean, he I think he can play. He could definitely play the three. He could definitely play the four. You think he can play the two? I think he can play the two. I don't know how his shooting is great, but he can score and defend Vinny. You know, this guy, this guy might be something there. So yeah, he is definitely an answer. Is there anybody else on your draft board that you're like leaning to that could be an answer or the answer for the Spurs? I think the only clear the answer is Wimby. So who else is an answer? I guess uh, on Vinny's draft board. I guess there's the Thompson kids. You know the uh, Amen yeah. uh, Thompson. Um, yeah. He's a he's a really good passer, Jeff. Uh, you know, I'm not going to put him at LeBron status yet, but he can really pass the basketball and find open shooters from what I've watched. So I like his ability, his court vision, and to see things happen before they actually happen. Really like what I see there from him. So I can see him uh, fitting kind of into, you know, what we've called over the years the beautiful game. So definitely yeah. like his prospects to run things, and whether he's in the open court or working at a half-court set, uh, love what I see there from that Thompson kid. Yeah, you know this, the draft is deep. There is no, there is no doubt about that. You know, I think uh, hopefully the Spurs don't have the worst case scenario and fall out of top five. By the way, I've been meaning to ask you this: What is your, I guess, basement, if you will, or your your floor, where you hope the Spurs don't fall out of? Is it top three or bust for Vinny? Is it top five or bust? How far do you think you're 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 willing to go? the Spurs if the ping pong balls don't fly in their favor for the number one pick. Well, gosh, I hadn't thought too much about that, but I guess, yeah. it, I guess it, I would hope that they fall no further than five for crying out yeah. loud. I mean, they've put in all this, I don't want to call it work, but they've put in all this, <laughs> all this, whatever you call it to be, you know, 17 and 50 as of today. Um, but I, gosh, I mean, I really hadn't thought much about that because everything in my mindset and everybody else's seems to be, is it going to be Wimbanyana or Scoot mm-hmm. or Miller? So just, I think all of our mindsets and our mental games are focused on that top three. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, it, it's funny, it's funny to me, Jeff. Um, I see so many, uh, thoughts, whether it be on a Facebook or a Twitter or an Instagram, everybody in the Spurs world is saying, not if, but when we land Wimbanyana. Yeah. So everybody is, 
everybody's convinced and feels like he's the guy. I don't know that I want to caution anybody, but I want to keep saying, remember, the bottom three all have the same exact 14% chance. So, um, you know, it would be it would be wonderful, but it's not anywhere near guaranteed just yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I get it. You know, the Spurs fans base, you know, they've seen Robinson get number one and Duncan get one again. Lightning strike again for the Spurs. We'll see. We'll definitely see. But that's why they got to lose to up this to remain in one of the top three best chances. Why Vinny's likely to text me again in the next game saying, you think they're going to win this? You know, I'm like, I hope not. I mean, you're, that Texas change is probably going to happen uh, between Vinny and myself. By the way, Vinny, before I let you go, in the previous episode of Lockdown Spurs, we had a very interesting question. Now, I make no bones about it here on Lockdown Spurs. I am 1,000 billion percent a geek. I'm a nerd. You throw any type of Marvel stuff at me, comic books, you know, Star Wars stuff, I'm all about it. So in the last episode, we had this game called We Enter the Multiverse, where we go into a different uh, timeline, a different world, where this, this current Spurs season, the roster stayed the same. Pirtle didn't get traded. Josh Richardson didn't get traded. Primo is still on board. And everybody is in relatively great health. If, that, if you're in that universe, Vinny, and you're covering the Spurs in that other alternate universe, how well do you think that Spurs team would have done? Much better than this one. And we're not yeah. having the conversation that we just had for the last 30 minutes. They're not right. buying for they're not vying for a top three. They're probably finishing somewhere in the middle of the pack, maybe a play-in team, maybe a yeah. first-round team. And you're like, well, that was a kind of a bummer, whatever mm. it was. And now we don't have great draft spots. So um, it's much more exciting to be, uh, you know, 100 games under 500 uh, than in the alternate universe. Right, yeah, we we had the same thing too. We predicted in that alternate universe, the Spurs are likely playing for a play-in spot, which means the Sp- that Spurs fan base in that multiverse universe is probably flipping tables right now. You're being mediocre again, Spurs. What are you yep. doing? You want to be this team? By the way, another question <laughs> we had in that uh, in yesterday's episode, opposed to you, if Primo still on the team. And remember, Primo was all about, they were all about Primo. I mean, it was him, you know, putting him in front with the with the the, the uh, patch advertised, the self-ad and all this stuff. He's all over Austin, everywhere. What do you think he would be like right now? Like, how much of a leap would he be taking? I would say a lot. Yeah. Uh, in, the very so small, in the very small sample size that we saw, um, he was making leaps and bounds. I mean, you know, you just said it, the patched up and, and he's on the side of a via bus uh, yep. around, around the city. I mean, he was the face and you talk about a remarkable fall from grace. I mean, gosh, that seems like with what this season has turned into and what's transpired and all the talk about draft picks, it seems eons ago that we had a, a former employee, you know, threatening lawsuits or suing yeah. the organization. And Josh Primo ruining his career to this point. I mean, gosh, I just boy that that was I know that was so early on, but uh, I think had he been exhibited normal behavior and done things the right way, you you would see (laughs) a very 
you'd see a very special kid developing for sure. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think he would have been, I think a lot of eyes would be opening right now. Like, holy smokes. Like, who is this kid? <laughs> the Spurs did it again. You know, they found the gym and they picked him early. Good on Brian Wright. All that good stuff. But yeah, it def- definitely would have been interesting to see how Primo would have been right now. But if you definitely have the ability to hop multiverses, let us know how how that Primo is doing, everybody. We would love to know. We, we would love to know. Uh, Vinny, uh, we're done talking here, but we need to know what's going on in your neck of the woods. We know that you cover all things San Antonio sports. So what's cooking? I just posted uh, an interview that ran uh, Monday night at 10 o'clock on Twitter. I, I sat down and, and had a nice visit with uh, UTSA football head coach uh, Jeff Trailer. Uh, he's been very pointed, very open and honest about the current landscape of of college football with NIL deals and the transfer portal. And he had a lot of uh, interesting thoughts on that. And, and mm-hmm. about two-thirds of the way through the interview, he, he talked about how he's alienated every uh, – every Big 12 football program in the great state of Texas, and you'll hear why he feels that way. So uh, always love visiting with Coach. Again, he's very open and honest with us, and you can find that interview on my Twitter page right now. Yep, and that Twitter page is V Vincetta. That is V-V-I-N-Z-E-T-T-A. Go follow him right now. Go check it out. Uh, he's covered all things San Antonio sports, from high school basketball to getting rained out in the Dome, uh, to <laughs> UT State basketball, and much, much more. Are you going to be up late for that Brahma's game? Are you going to go for it? Or you got no choice because they're sending you out there? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I may go out there for a little pregame food, to be honest with yeah. you. And now that, it's, now that it's 8 o'clock, not 9, uh, I may go out and watch a little bit. But it's not been great football, and I think they're 1-3. Um, yeah. So I'm 50-50. I'll have to get back to you later in the week and let you know what my decision is. If I, if I get lazy on the couch Sunday <laughs> evening, it just might get real easy to lay on the couch and not get in the car and drive to the Dome. So I'm not sure. He is <laughs> Vinny Vincetta. Thanks again, Vinny, for hopping on this episode of Lockdown Spurs and asking who is the answer or who could be an answer for the Spurs down the road. Hey, uh, check out Lockdown Game to Game. Make it that your second uh, listen right here on the Lockdown NBA Networker. You know, they're covering all things from the box scores to every results to, I mean, Vinny, are, are fights in the NBA just spiking right now? I mean, it's like every night somebody's getting in a fight. Uh, <laughs> so go check it out. Locked on game to game NBA available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. Same for Locked on Spurs on the Ken's 5 Plus app, YouTube, Odyssey, and much, much more. So for Vinny Vincetta, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs. Thank you.